I'ma spend a night. I ain't come alone, fire on my sight. No on my own, I'm not a knight. Nigga too sharp, nigga need a knife. Check it out of juice, I don't need a spray. Fuck them by the two, they both tryna ride. Then I ditch them both, I ain't even right. Hot top Chanel, bitch, we drippin' right. Young white cell, bitch, we livin' life. Snake. Welcome back to another episode of the Snack Bar Podcast. Hey, hey, hey. Woo. Woo. I'm Justin. I'm Chris. And this week we're here again. <laughs> I'm doing game show voice. Um, this week <laughs> we're here again to discuss the weekly Shonen Jump, this time from Sunday, May 15th, 2022. Oh, yeah. I'm facing the other way a little bit because <laughs> the way that my mic's set up right now. So uh, it's fine, and I know you're here. Yeah, we're we're both here. Um, <laughs> all right. So the first chapter we're going to start off with this week is Ayashiman chapter 23, entitled "Extinguisher." Oh Lord! And honestly, this 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 mug is picking up. Yeah, just exactly. Personally, last time, um, last time it ended with uh, Tamagawa about to fight. Well, okay, it ended with Dopo about to fight uh, morale. Mm. But I was even saying last week that I didn't think it was Dopo. I thought it was like way too soon for another Dopo. I was so convinced. I was like, no way. (laughs) It's Dopo. He's back. (laughs) But it just, it made sense that it wasn't. So first of all, this this chapter starts off with like a weird flashback, but for some reason they're not putting um, flashback panels behind it. What's up with that? (laughs) Um, And it's Tamagawa and he's standing there in like a torture cell with all these people chained up and like dog like in front of them there's like these bowls that he was clearly like ripping their bones out and like putting in in the bones and there's a drill and a box with a like a a car battery with things attached to it. Oh, he's fucking insane. It looks horrifying. He's psychotic, this guy. <laughs> I gotta say. And um, Cotton's, Cotton's right. there. Yeah, Cotton and Obro, which are hilarious. It was hilarious that they were still chilling then. And <laughs> he's like, yo, rookie, you took that way too far. Chairman Keo is against stuff like that, which we know. So we know. cruel. We know how uh, Cotton feels. Exactly. And then uh, Tamagawa says, shut it, you bastards. The Enma Syndicate is merely a business partner. I accept orders from no one but Mr. Gyobo Danuki. When he, you know what's funny? When he said said this, I was like, because like I know it. Like I was talking to you about this in the past. I was like, this. I was like, are they with the Enema Syndicate? But it's like they're sort of are. Like he's kind of like implying this in like a sense. You yeah, know, through this, we through we these basically words. know that they're not really a part of it, but they are because they work with them. But he, this is this is before in the past because you could tell by Cotton's haircut that this is why Keo was uh, while Keo is still alive. This, so yeah. before they were working with them, but they were always kind of on the outs. And now that Keo isn't there, they don't want to be a part of it, but they just don't want to get in their way. Yeah. Um, so then we flash back to present time, Cotton in his uh, biker gear, which it's so funny to see him with like this nice like uh, haircut in the past. And maybe he still has a bandana on, but now he has like this like let loose haircut with like yeah. a new leather jacket. It's very edgy. Uh, and he's he was clearly talking about telling that story to them about Tamagawa. And he goes, no mercy, no holds barred. That's the way Tamagawa always operated. He kept a low profile since he got his current position, but that doesn't mean his beastly nature went away. He researches every bit of his enemy and exploits their weaknesses, their jobs, their relationships, and even their personal demons. With his horrifying image of Dopo. Yeah, and <laughs> it's funny so because, scared. like, honestly, I never felt like Morale's, like, horrified of Dopo, but I guess it's because he, like, felt his only loss from Dopo. That, that's, that's what I was going to say, exactly. Mm-hmm. But um, we, we know that Tamagawa does this stuff because as soon as he saw... Um, um, as soon as he saw uh, Morale and he saw Ten and all them, he was saying he was like research all these people, find out who they are, and Urara, everybody. So he we know that he does this, and um, 
uh, Arara gives us our reveal here that we that I was speculating that uh, Tamagawa shapeshifted into Dopo. And uh, Ten's like, what? But, you know, Urara knows this because she's, like, telepathically communicating with um, with uh, Morao right now. And um, he's like, how would he know about uh, his grudge with Dopo, Ten says. And Cotton's like, it was probably his secretary. Uh, tricking guards, nosing around. That's easier than taking candy from a baby Kitsune. <laughs> <laughs> from a baby to a Kitsune, which is hilarious. Um, they've got one hell of an information network through Kabukicho. And given that Dopo hasn't exactly been quiet, I bet you they can find everything they want in a snap. The info would be on Tamagawa's desk in five minutes flat. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> what was this lady's game? Oh, Inara? Inara? Inari? Yeah, in- Inari, yeah, exactly. She's just like she's smiling the there next to all the hotel employees playing music. <laughs> and uh, uh, Arara's talking to Morao. She says, Morao, stay calm. That's just transformation. He isn't the real Dopo. And Cotton interrupts her, though, and says, I wouldn't actually say that. As soon as you said that, I was like, oh, no. What, is that? <laughs> what do you mean by that? Yeah, there's a <laughs> shot of, like, Dopo's, like, wool jacket or whatever in his fingers. And yeah. um, we see him, Dopo, quote-unquote, use one of Dopo's attacks, which is, like, this, like, flame that is, uh, like, spiraling towards morale. It's like an ice flame? or a Well, TGI? we know his flames. They're not ice flames. They are flames that take away the heat from your body. So, technically, it's a cold flame, but it's not exactly like a like yeah, an ice yeah. flame. Um, and then Morao notices it's coming towards him and dodges it. And Cotton goes on. Conceptual transformations. It's a taboo am- art among Tanuki. They don't just copy a target's look. They make themselves into a full-on clone. And he's right behind him appearing, uh, right behind Morao appearing um, as Dopo still. And he hits, him, <laughs> he hits Morao with the flames and he gets knocked down. And Arara is a little confused. She's like, how could that be? It sounds invincible if you could just transform into anybody. Um... <clears throat> Then you we see, like, the hotel is, like, covered with ice, basically. Yeah, there's, like, <laughs> these little ice uh, areas. And Tamagawa, inside of Dopo, says, Freezing them is better than destroying them, at least. I can't allow further damage to the furnishings. I need to dig into his trauma and end this quickly. <laughs> like a true abuser. Yeah, of course. Uh, because I can't hold the transformation for long. And then Morale's like, well, he has, like, these little cold spots on him, and he's, like, sort of smoking, and he gets up. But he he actually has this really, like, uh, like fun-loving smile on his face, ultimately. <laughs> <laughs> Tamagaw was like, "What?" <laughs> yeah, and he goes, "Thanks, Mr. Glasses, dude. You'll be you'll make great practicing for pummeling Dopo. Now that I'm all powered up, I've got my super uh stuff. Yeah, I'll show you the new super me." <laughs> 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 I love him. He's so funny. Tamagawa just looks back. Well, inside of Dopo, Tamagawa looks back like, "What what is this guy saying?" And then Dopo says out loud, "Fucking brat." <laughs> yeah. <he> f- <laughs> but very bl- Dopo. They like blurt it out for some reason. I don't know, maybe because it's in a uh, kid's. It's Viz, okay. <laughs> so he goes to hit him again with the fire, and we see the same shot before that when Morau dodges the fire. But I guess it's coming a little quicker now, and we get a shot of the old man. <laughs> I, I forget this guy's name. You know, the old drunk guy. Mm. He and it says, "Punch the flame, deny the concept of it to destroy it," which is what his whole training was. He like, yeah, clenches his, his fist. Exactly. And he's ready. Mm-hmm. And he he powers up his uh, his big super move and punches the flames. And as he punches them, they start to extinguish all around him. We get like these little spots where you can see that the flames are going out from the the big flame. 
Yeah, it's it's sick. It's honestly such sick shots. Like yeah, whenever it's, he's he's it's in awesome. his mode, his his eyes are like super crazy. Yeah, he always loses his pupils whenever he's powering up. But yeah. it, it's cool. We get like on pages uh, ten and eleven. There's these shots of like uh, him like uppercutting them, giving them a jab, giving them some low ones, uh, like front kicking them. Even Inuara is shocked. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> she's like, "What the hell is going on?" And even ten also, he's like, "Big sis, what's going on?" And she's like, "It's morale. He's defeating the flame." Yeah, Dopo Dopo <laughs> looks shocked. Too. Yeah. And it's we, funny because, yeah. like, Tamagawa, like, how much does he know about Dopo to be able to transform to him like this? You know? He knows everyone very well. <laughs> but he breaks through the flames and gives, uh, quote unquote, Dopo. I guess we'll call him Topo. Yeah, <laughs> Topo. Topo. He gives Topo a quick punch to the face and we see blood splattering yeah, everywhere. He, f- he fucking knocks him. He fucking, he, like, he, it sends him back like, a, a good, like, f- 15 feet. Yeah, exactly. And he's mad hyped from morale. <laughs> yeah, he's like, all right, it worked even in a real fight. Thanks, old man. <laughs> Topo's um, freaking out. Topo. Yeah, he gets, like, this weird, like, uh, shock through him and it says, badum. I don't know. Maybe that's, like, the Netflix sound, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Inari goes, uh, manager, please. You need to change back. If you stay in that form for any longer, you'll be stuck. And Morale's overhearing it. Urara goes into it a little bit more. She goes, I've heard of this. Shapeshifting into a true clone is forbidden amongst Tanuki. Hold that shape too long and they lose their sense of self, becoming a copy of their target in full, unable to turn back. I like all this cool lore that I'm I'm getting about this because like I've I've always found like that like all that kind of folklore would be very interesting, you know? I wonder if um, any of this stuff will come up again later or if it's just like more for these like specific things, you know? But it'd be cool if like basically later they're fighting the Tanuki and like he they make him transform into a bunch of like things to fight him and then they keep him in the transformation for too long and he ends up being weaker than he was originally or something. I, I, I'm sure. I'm, I'm sure. Yeah, I agree. I'm sure there'll be some kind of confrontation with. Some, so someone Topo like that. is thinking to himself, this is it. Hold this any longer and I'll lose myself. But at this rate, Corey Hotels will. And he looks up to the sky and looks at the Cory. I mean, not the sky, the ceiling. And he looks up at the Cory Hotel sign. And then we get like this really sweet shot of him with all the little Tanukis, like untransform, untransformed. There's like seven of them, and he's, it's him. And he's like, "I will make for us a home that no one can ever take away." So <laughs> maybe this is like showing us that Tamagawa, like, like. He does care. He has good uh, principles, you know. Exactly, and this, you know what this <laughs> probably even, even is, if he is showing him th- showing that he's a nice guy, so he could be our friend next chapter. Hopefully, yeah, <laughs> hopefully. Um, and then uh, Topo goes, "You can entrust this entrust this to me, Mister Giobo Gyo- Danuki. I swear, I won't allow anyone to take our home." And uh, he starts to pull out his mask from his pocket, and we've never seen Dopo actually use his mask. We've seen like we've seen. Dopo fighting um, Hashihime and yeah. take his mask out, put it on, and then immediately destroy Hashihime. But we haven't been able to see exactly what comes out of his mask. So what's about to happen is like a little up in the air what exactly is happening. But yes, um, he starts to take out his mask, and Urara goes, his mask, he can even replicate that. Inari goes, manager, no, please, you're going too far. And there's a shot of Topo putting on his mask and holding up his hand. And as he... Uh, holds up his hand instead of the normal like uh, ice flames that come out I don't know what what these flames are exactly but he shoots it and it looks like a bunch of like paint mixed in uh to the to the uh the flame it does yeah it's which like would make amazing. sense or maybe blood I don't know so it's like it's all black and like mixed and it's going crazy and morale thinks uh his mask that means he's powering up too and he goes wait a second this stuff isn't fire and I, I, I mean, I have no idea. What, it has to be blood, maybe. I, I don't know. 
it's like a huge explosion. It's, yeah, it, it does seem like dark and very like liquidy. So it's I a huge explosion. You. you see like morale. Like it looks like it, but it, it does look like it's painful. So I'm not exactly sure what it is, but he looks like. Well, he does use pain, like, so that's the only reason why I was thinking that. Mm-hmm. But we, morale is like horror movie, like in shock here. And uh, I don't know who's saying this exactly right now. It might be um, Arara. It says when he's all said, when all said and done, an Ayashimon is merely a concept made real. A Hitorima is a yokai that extinguishes flames in the night. It could be just, the, it could just be the wind, but human anxiety isn't so easily assouged. <laughs> Ayashimon are the anxi- are that anxiety made flesh, which you're going into a little bit of a chainsaw man thing here. So calm down. Uh, uh, and then we get this sick shot of what we imagine to be Dopo's um, mask, where it's like he's sort of like a bird with like these huge hands and nails, and he has he has flames shooting out of the side of his head. He still has nice he has shoes a tail. on. Right? <laughs> yeah, he does have yeah nice shoes on. And yeah, like we were even talking about this. Like I'm assuming that maybe this is Dopal's like ultimate form with the mask, but this this also could be Tamagawa's form. Yeah, like, we don't you know it kind of looks like a like a cloning, like a it? werewolf. Like remember in yeah. um, Red Hood, they had those types of werewolves that were like a different style of werewolf where they don't look like wolves; they look like whatever people thought a werewolf would look like. Yeah, exactly. Kind of looks like that, especially the eye on the last page. But he goes, "Do you see now, kid? I'm that which extinguishes light in the darkness. I am despair." manifested uh and then this horrifying shot of morale like completely bloody everywhere with blood pouring out of his eyes his mouth his nose he's just standing there yeah it's hard, it's hard to tell if, if he's like severely injured or just shocked or he's yeah exactly or, but it's and then insane. um topo says if you think you're over fear of me i'll just have to rekindle it once again i'll make you shake in terror at the name of dopo akari my name and then so sick. Arara is very scared, and morale falls on the floor, so he's he must be injured. Yeah, and um, that's where it ends. But I guess like what they're trying to make us think at the end of this chapter is that he a hundred percent transformed into Dopo, which I don't think is true, you know. But it's possible. It's possible. Well, what do you mean exactly? Like you're at the end like... there, where he's it must be rereading it as we're reading it right now. This must be what Dopo's masks look like. Okay, and, yeah. And he's trying to say, like, basically, morale when he's defending the flames, he's like, "I'm not afraid of Dopo anymore." So this is perfect. Like, I can use this to practice for Dopo. And then Tamagawa in this Dopo form is like, "Well, Ayashimon are created from fear, so I'll just find your new f- uh, source of fear about this, and yeah. I'll exp- exploit it then." And then he calls himself Dopo, so yeah, I think they're trying to imply that like the transformation went too far. He's getting, he, he's getting in my eyes. He's getting to be a very good like villain, you know. He's Dopo like, super, or uh, um, Tamagawa. Tamagawa, yeah. He seems like super conniving and like interesting and knows a lot of secrets. And, so, like, what do you think the the chances are next chapter he turns <laughs> around? He's uh, working with us. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, from the end of this chapter, it's looking pretty dark, but like it's definitely possible because like they are trying to get more friends. I mean, there's j- there is hope of getting maybe um, Club Un- Undyne to, mm-hmm. t- to join them, and like it was those two girls that I believe it was shown in like chapter like nineteen or something. Yeah, a couple but, chapters ago. But yeah, so I mean, they're I mean they're probably next lined up, but like. I mean, Cotton was trying to say that, like, maybe, like, this is this is their last chance. But then I feel like Cotton was also kind of implying that, like, he is, like, annoying as hell to, like, deal with. You yeah, know? exactly. He seems, like, very irritating. But it's, I think that morale is, like, the perfect opponent for him because he never seems to get annoyed. Yeah, yeah. So, like, like it, no matter what, I feel like he, as long as he's alive, he's going to fight to beat him. <laughs> yeah, I <laughs> mean. they only I, have five hours. They have to hurry up. I mean, hey, look. I mean, I don't want you all to get sealed in a ball sack. So Me neither. We need that um, to stop. Do you think that this is, like, a werewolf transformation? 
Because, like, okay, let me show you. I don't you know if he's specifically about. a werewolf. I mean, we we, we, we we know that isn't Tamagawa, like, Im- Im- implied to, to be, like, a yokai, and, like, he's essentially, like, from, like, a I think a he's an Ayashiman, but he leads over, um, over Tanuki. So, but then my question is, how does he gain the ability to do this, you know, like, transform into to Dopo, but... Well, that's a good question. I don't, I don't know. But yeah, look, so I there's these different types questions. of werewolves. I think this one, Krinos. Okay. Like, I think that's kind of what it looks like. I see what you're saying. Yeah. But the way that they drew them in Red Hood, honestly, it looks exactly like this. So maybe it's like a Japanese style werewolf. I, I don't know. That's true. Yeah. I guess it's like their own interpretation of whatever it is. So what do you think your favorite part of um wow of the that's chapter a big was? Question. Uh, oh, I mean, I gotta say, like, I really love the part where like. Like, morale was facing the uh, flames of Dopo. Mm -hmm. I thought it was really inspiring that he, like, could now just, like, fight these flames by, like, manifesting and just, like, facing it head on, you know, punching it forward. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I definitely really like that part. Like, the art is, like, amazing as always. But um, specifically for that part, like, and I love the reveal of um, Dopo's uh, mask, obviously. I thought that was really amazing, so. Yeah, or, I mean, I hope it's Dopo's mask, because I don't see how Tamagawa's mask would really look like this, but. Yeah, yeah. we don't know. I think my favorite part is when we get this little shot of the Corey Hotel, and that he was, like, literally, like, searching around for somewhere to make home for these Tanukis. (laughs) Yeah, no, it's it's, uh, it's honestly really Or maybe he is a Tanuki. Maybe that's Gyobo Tanuki there in front of them. I don't know. Oh, you're see. saying like see. that's the original guy? Like, yeah, that, that's let me like see if Tamagawa owner. is a Tanuki. The boss I go on I don't think he is, though. Hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I like that part. And I, I give this one like 8 out of 10. It's pretty good. Yeah, I'm probably going to give you the same. Yeah. Yeah, Tamagawa is an Ayashiman, but he's a yokai. So I, I, I don't know how this works. He he somehow has the powers of... Um, yeah, yeah. Of the Tanuki, also, or maybe it's just I, I, they gave I wonder if he like went there like with them, you know, originally. Like he went with, yeah, because like that image is like I don't know that image is like it's implying that like it's him, you know, but it could be the original owner, and like he just wants to support the owner's like, you know, goals. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he loves Giobo Tanuki for some reason, but yeah, that that, that was a good chapter. I give it eight out of ten, and uh, let's go on to the next one. Oh, yeah. uh, our good friend Shin and our new friend uh, Shinye and no, uh, what's his name? Kaji. Kaji take on <laughs> Shinya and uh, our this friend Sakamoto may make an appearance. <laughs> it, let's find out. <laughs> but let's get into it, guys. So Sakamoto days, days seventy. Hell yeah! G- good number, a proud number. Um, Sound versus Gaku by Yuto Suzuki. So let's just get straight into it. Like we basically start off with this chapter, and Shin is giving a very clear, decisive kick to um, Shinye, which sends Shinye back. Mm-hmm. But I mean, sh- um, you know, like Shin's even trying to figure out himself. Like, can he even like do this? Like, he's starting to not see well, and he's out of you know, he's huffing and puffing, and like he's really just 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 and trying that to like, focus that this. Was uh, right in Sakamoto's power, or whatever told him that if he goes for more than five minutes, he's gonna die. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So he's really like you know like trying to f- figure out. I mean, like there's. I mean, he knows from last chapter about you know Kaji's ability with the sound so mm-hmm. like ho- hopefully that helps with this chapter but you know n- next page we get into like a uh, we get back into the warehouse with um Gaku and uh Kashimima and he's basically like like Gaku like what's going on and Gaku um basically respain, uh, responds he's just like oh man th- this is fun and we basically <laughs> continued 
the fight, and it's like a sick shot of like Shin and um, Shenye, like both like trying to gear up punches to hit each other. But it looks like both of them bounce off. And yeah, then, these yeah. are some cool action shots. They're like Dragon Ball style action shots. Exactly. And then and then while Shin's getting the fuck beat out of him, Kaji is um, you know, he seems to have like a like an ear monitor, like like in- they're like headphones. They're yeah, like exactly. the headphones we're wearing, but without like the part that you put over your head to hold them. <laughs> yeah. So he so he's like trying to put put it in, get his Zen going on, and he's trying to hear the sounds, you know, across from you know. The sounds that Gaku was, you know, well, that Shinenga is hearing through Gaku, essentially, you know, because, like, basically, like, that is, like, p- p- predicting their movements. Yeah, and, like, but we have to remember seen. that sh- the way that Shin is fighting Shinya right now is by predicting Kaji's moves. So the fact that he just stops and doesn't do anything, he's like, hey, come on, keep going, you know, like, what are you doing? <laughs> and that, honestly, in, like, is a- exactly what goes on into the next page, because Shinya gets, like, a like a, a pretty solid hit on Shin, and he's basically like, like Kaji, don't just stand there. Mm-hmm. Like, what, what are you doing, basically? And... Basically, Kat, you see Kaji just being like, "I've got it," and Shin Shin Shin's like, "What? What? Huh?" <laughs> <laughs> and Kaji basically is like, "His sounds," and we basically like see, we basically see like Shinye coming straight towards Kaji, and then Kaji just directly punching him straight through the the chest, and even Hell Gaku yeah. like, even Gaku's like, "That's my move!" Like Jesus Christ. But yeah, he gets a, a pretty nice hit on him. So Kaji seems pretty confident. He's like, "I've got your your sounds down." No, it's it, it, oh, the, Kaji, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so he, yeah, he's copying his exact move. I'm sorry, I thought that Shin said that for a second. No, no, yeah, on. you're good, you're good. And but yeah, and like Shin's basically even thinking to himself, he's like, just from sound alone, he can recreate another guy's attack. I've almost forgotten. Like Tarumaru, he's from the special recommendation group. Yeah, so. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. So but I imagine uh, his <laughs> voice sounds like this. It took a, it took a bit of time. Yeah, like he's always like stu- he's always like stuttering. It's, it takes it's concentration. Cute. I finally got the chance down a chance when you distracted the enemy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Kenji's like a, a funny character, and I wonder why he's 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 not hot with his hat on. But that's that's another question. <laughs> but yeah, even Shin's like, oh, this took a, a bit of time. But then Shin thinks thinks to himself, he's like, "Wait, why didn't you do that from the beginning?" And <laughs> Kaji's yeah, like, "You know, that. this takes constant, you know, this takes a lot of focus. Like, I finally got the chance when you distracted the enemy." <laughs> this next part's so funny too because uh, Kashima is his name, right? The yes, deer. The deer. he goes sounds. How stupid! We could just play music or something. And Gahu goes, "No thanks, Mister Kashima. Your song choices are downers." I was thinking that the other day at karaoke. Ah, <laughs> I think it's so funny, just like all these villains going to karaoke, just hanging out. And then Kashima goes, "How dare you uh, insult my the best of the high Sai era playlist?" If anyone Besides, wants to, if, oh no, if, sorry. If anyone, no, you, no, 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 you're good. If anyone wants to find this reference, please let let us know. I, I might search it up later on, but, um, but yeah. So then Gaku states, he's like, "That this is starting." To get good, but let's not waste it. It's like a, it's like an era of '90s pops. It was from uh, oh, 1989 cool. to 2019. That's hysterical. <laughs> I, I, I could see him bumping it honestly, but yeah. So you know, Shin, Shin Ye back to the fight with Shin. You know, aims right at him, and Shin jumps up, misses him, and in, in this awesome move, Shin like hits these like icicle like stones that are in Slag the lines. cave. Yes, that yes, that's. A way, a way better word for it, but yeah. So he k- kicks him down, and they land right. Um, you know, they basically try to almost hit Shinye, and Shinye misses it again. Kaji comes from b- behind, you know, mastering his sounds now, and gives him a good hit, sending him back like fifteen feet. Mm-hmm. And basically, Shin's confident. He he's like he's in for it now, and they're coming at him. But then we see Shinye have like a little bit bit of a a a, a movement. He like jumps back to try to get some like you know sp- space like in between them. You know. Yeah. So like Shin's like he's backing off to, to regroup and 
Um, Kaji basically was like, he can't. Can't you hear the e- the echoes o- over there? It's funny how like he just assumes that Shin can like, hear this as <laughs> yeah, well, right? And we basically say like it says like his range of movement and like we because like basically we're trying to remember that like Gaku is basically in like a confined area. So Which like, I don't understand why he's even in a warehouse. If this works without power, he should be like outside. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but like basically like it's gonna stop him if he goes against the wall and like yeah. Shinye comes after them and um, Kaji can hear it too because like I guess because he hears like uh, the way that his body moves, he also hears like the difference in the echoes of like when he's further away from the wall and when he's closer to the wall. Yeah, exactly. And like this is what we li- literally see and like Kaji like screams at Shin. He's like he's he's against the wall and he basically whenever he's against the wall he has to take like a, a second pause because like Gaku's not really paying attention to what's you know he's basically just trying to focus on what's going on like with Shin and uh Kaji so yeah so he stopped against the wall and Shin comes in for a direct kick but then at, at the exact moment Gaku's basically like don't underestimate underestimate me and he punches the wall and just explodes it you know basically <laughs> like you know basically being able to go around him now so he's not basically stopped and Shinya even says out loud, he's like, I, f- I, f- I figured you uh, give that a shot, basically. And we see a, a little thing of, like, Kaji, like, right above um. I think Shin, Shin, Shin said that, not... It's weird, because... No, oh, no, he's continuing to say, I figured you'd try that. Yeah, it's a weird, that's a weird exchange. Honestly. It is, but yeah. Go on, go on. But he's like, after the impact with the wall, for a brief moment, he stops moving. And we see Kaji trying to come down on him, and Shin is, like, right in his range, and they're right next to each other, like... Shin and Kaji basically just coming in, you know, to, like, give this final hit, basically. But then we, we see in, like, a black panel, sorry, Mr. Kashima, I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to, uh, break Shinye. And, like, we see his, like, arms kind of, like, go back. So it, it's kind of, like, a weird angle, right? Like, he's, like, kind of, Yeah, like, it's like he's moving it uh, further than, like, his range of motion, I get, I guess. And then he, like, punches a hole through fucking... Uh, Kaji's like, like I don't even know his like appendix area. Yeah, like the side of him. There. It's like a, a nasty head bait, but basically Gaku coughs up, you know, like Kaji, Kaji. Yeah, yeah. Kaji's like throwing up basically, and like e- 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 even Kashimi's like Gaku, like you know, like surprise. He, he he's like stop, like you know, because he's basically like he's destroying the machine essentially. So Shinya's giving up with like all these p- punches, and like he fucks up um Kaji pretty badly. Shin yeah, is, he's like bleeding from his mouth and his ears. Yeah, Shin also fucked up. Is basically like Kaji, no, not now. And we 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 see Shinye with like ge- ge- gearing up to just like knock the hell out of um Shin. He smashes him like against the wall, and basically like Shin has this realization. He's like, we we can't beat him. We're gonna die. And honestly, just to give it fair, like he is a robot, so he does have a lot of power. Power, but Gaku also is just like a maniac. So it's like a very unfair fight. But then we see, but then right before that, you know, since Shin, Shin's down, like, we, we, we assume this is, like, the, the end for him. But then last minute, Mr. Sakamoto comes in and kicks him super hard and smashes him against the wall. And Shin even looks up and he's like, Mr. Sakamoto? <laughs> and Sakamoto's just like, you okay, Shin? <laughs> and the, our chapter ends, honestly. A very, like, big... Uh, hyped chapter, honestly. <laughs> this, <laughs> yeah, no, I, I liked it a lot. I, I love that Sakamoto's finally here. It took him only t- took him like six chapters, but he basically found Shin and like he's gonna rescue Shin. So I'm assuming it's gonna be a a a, a great moment. And I don't know for next chapter. I I kind of feel like we're gonna have you know the continuation of this, but I think it's gonna be resolved. I I'm I have a feeling that Sakamoto is gonna d- defeat Shinye or 
maybe Akira's going to help, but we'll definitely see, so... I, I really love the part um, where, like, yeah. like I, I just can't, I don't know why I love comedy so much. I don't know what Gintama did to me that, hey, there we go. Uh, I don't know what Gintama did to me that makes me love comedy so much, but I love the part where they're just like, he's like, yeah, we can play some music. It's like, that would solve everything. And then uh, uh, Gaku's like, nah, your music sucks. Yeah, like he just, <laughs> yeah, Ga- I do love Gaku. Like, Ga- Gaku's like a, I don't know how to describe him. He just doesn't give a shit about anything. Like, he just like, he just wants to like do his own job and like I he's don't so know. weird but i guess it's the type of person that like you need to have when you're ex right yeah you yeah you need guys like him because he's just like a straight up savage and like mm-hmm. this guy got his arm like chopped off just to you know just, just so we don't forget and like you know he's like still back to doing this but i honestly didn't didn't even expect like shinye to, to be this like character that's, it's funny like, how he's constantly fighting shin gaku yeah and I, exactly yeah and I, I i still don't know like if Shinya is a real person who's just like controlled, or is he, he the robot? No, he is. They they hired him like based off of like certain oh, okay. aspects You're... of his body, so that like uh, he would be perfect to use for this. True, but true, it is true. funny how like he's like, yeah, I should have known. Like, um, uh, Kaji is like a member of the special like selection. Of course, it's like, well, Tarmaru, you kick their ass, yeah, and then. Uh, Shinya's not even real. <laughs> so what makes uh, Ga- like you know what I mean? What makes Kaji so much more special than all of them? But like I don't know. It's funny how like Shin is in the middle of all this, and it, it almost I don't know what it felt like before because I've only been reading since like this arc really started. Yeah. But like I wonder like did it always feel like Sakamoto was the main character, or does it feel like Shin is? Because it feels like Shin like kind of is. Honestly. I kind of I kind of think that. I mean, I think the direction and plot, like, revolve around Sakamoto, but I do think that, like, they're kind of, like, I feel like Shin is sort of, like, the the second main character, Mm because, like, he he is following um, in Sakamoto's steps, but, like, it's basically a a lot of this manga is, like, him getting stronger, him getting better, and, like, we even see from, like, like, just, like, the remarkable difference from from chapter one of him trying to kill Sakamoto to, like, really, 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 to, like, respecting him so much, and, like, getting so much stronger like it, 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 it really is like a big like you know adventure so super good yes I, yeah, I give this chapter like an eight i i loved it okay um okay all right so the next one, one. No, just <laughs> no, i mean i i liked it i i said i, said I liked it okay just kidding. Just <laughs> no kidding. i mean i don't have i don't i think i think sakamoto days is gonna be great i wonder if it will ever end it feels like it can go on forever yeah, I really, yeah, I mean, like, I don't know what's gonna, what they're gonna resolve it. I mean, like, I guess it's gonna take a little bit for them to get to X, like, especially if just, like, the test is taking this, this, this long, so I'm super excited to, to, to see where it goes, and, like, thank you guys for listening to the, the Sakamoto Days, because I don't know how many people actually read Sakamoto, I don't know anybody, Yeah, but I, I, I mean, it. if hey, if you listen to Sakamoto Days, hit us up. Yeah, Let's please talk about it. let us know how the, the culture is. <laughs> or, I mean, read it, I'm sorry, but yeah. <laughs> I said listen to. Uh, anyway, so the next one um, that we're going to talk about, uh, finally, My Hero's Back, so we don't have to skip it for once, yeah, but um, exactly. that's not what's next. Um, the next one is Jujutsu Kaisen, Chapter 184, Tokyo Number 2 Colony, <sighs> Part 4. Don't get me excited. <laughs> Don't get me too excited. And it sucks because, like, last week's chapter uh, talk, got, like, talk about so it, yeah. much hate for some reason. Like, a lot of people think it's too complicated or, like... Grow uh, up. Remember that guy that we saw in, like, uh, the fake weed made a video where he was kind of, like, addressing all this and basically just reiterating that it is a good plot point? But even he kind of, like, bowed down to the fact that it might not be good, which I don't know, but... Basically, this guy was saying that, like, Gage Ak- Gage Akutumi, like, sometimes... 
like overcomplicates things and then like gets stuck in like this loop of like trying to get out of it and and it makes the story boring but like literally that stuff like what he did last chapter is what sets it apart from other manga because he's bringing in all these like different things and we've all seen like we talked about last week we've seen yeah. like, in tom episodes where they do like a dating game and it's part of like the thing but like it's never been like the dating game plus like of the luck of lottery Mm-hmm. and inside the domain which is supposed to be a short hit which it clearly isn't in this way you know so it actually gives it like a little bit of like a balance as not like normally where fucking gojo just like destroys everything yeah or like uh what's his name's sukona sukana is like yeah, crazy yeah. like his you know it's like this whole different world or whatever no i think it's cool i think it gives it like diversity and what like. else was his thing supposed to be like was it was supposed to be just a regular fucking pachinko machine where it's like oh i guess he lost this time let's try again until he yeah gets yeah like, it's boring i think it's so cool honestly i think it's really cool i mean i i wonder if they'll go back into hikari and charles or of course. if charles is just like dead uh, no, like well, i don't know they're it gonna have seem to go like back it. eventually but i don't think charles is gonna be dead that would suck if he died because he was such a good character yeah but. like i mean you know this is chapter one, 184 and um it's like the, the, the tokyo number two colony part four so i mean like i think they're kind of going back and forth with, between like the characters like in this and like they sort of were, were, were doing that with like you know um like yuji and megami and like different characters and yeah yeah exactly in, like the other colony so yeah so just that being said this starts off in a completely different area. A completely different ahead, area, and we open up with our, our fan favorite panda. <laughs> and panda, it's you know, it's funny because like we thought he was coming here with Hakari, and like we'll basically find out throughout the chapter. But it's just so funny because we just see him standing on a bunch of these like storage bins, and like he's basically just talking to himself, and he's like, well, he's like thinking to himself, he's like, for just this moment. I'm not a panda. I'm a teddy bear. <laughs> <laughs> he clearly has like um, identification issues. Yeah, I could. I, identity I, issues. I, I could imagine honestly. <laughs> He's like, what a strong smell of blood. Maybe about three people in pieces. Oh my god! Like, what's going on? <laughs> he continues. He's like, the intrinsic curse energy of whoever did did it is weak. And he makes a sign out. He's like, my nose isn't working properly. Well, I but, think the reason why he's saying that is because he's trying to like stay without moving. So it's like, yeah, yeah, like yeah. he can't really use his nose well because he's trying not to move. Fair, fair. And he he goes on, he's like, but anyone who can turn it off, turn it on and off like this is probably skilled. My role is to find and negotiate with the angel. And I love this little like uh, p- picture of like this stereotypical angel. It's like a little uh, a little person with like a bow and arrow. Yeah, it shows that like they don't know who the angel is. Yeah, they have no idea. But I mean, Megami Meg- is like literally meeting him right now. He might not even realize him or I th- yeah, um, yeah, Hannah exactly. Like, and we don't even know like what's gonna happen with that because like last time we saw her, like she was just like over Megami, and Me- Megami mm-hmm. was like on the verge of death basically. Exactly. So, but. Yeah, so, you know, he's basically just saying, Panda, that, you know, he, you know, this is his, his role. He has to find her, so to free Gojo, but he seems to be scared of shit. But he con- con- continues on. He goes, I intended to leave the fighting to Hakari, but we got, separ- uh, sco- sorry, got separated right away. Dropping us in random p- places the moment we entered the barrier is just rude. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I, I guess he thought it would be a little e- e- easier how he would have some help, but mm-hmm. now he's just shoved in the middle of nowhere, and, and I'd be scared, too. Yeah, and it's just funny, like... You, you it's don't know just who's funny how, like, colony. you know so many rules about the calling games, but, like, not the fact that you will just be transported randomly. I think they mentioned it. Like, they kind of mentioned it, like, I think when they were just discussing the rules, but I don't know if Panda knew necessarily, so... It seemed like none of them knew, because they all went together, and, like, they split I up... I apologize if I'm forgetting exactly, but, yeah... yeah. 
to my knowledge. But let's go on. So Panda's like, should I get moving? But someone might spot me. So I'll just say a, a, a teddy bear. Mm-hmm. And then he suddenly has like a, a crazy thought, like a, like a crazy moment. He's like, no, I, am I not a panda? Like he's like confused <laughs> about it. He like rolls over and falls on the ground. He's like, yeah. Um, he's he's like looking he's like looking right. He's looking left. Yeah. And he's like, oh shit, no one's here. Thank thank God. He's like, phew. And then, oh, of course, he basically looks over and he he sees some character walking with a staff, and he's like, hmm. And he's like, uh. And then the character speaks, and you know we've seen this character before. You know, just to reiterate for you know the podcast, but I'm pretty sure his name is Kashiimo, right, Justin? Am I correct? Um, about I'm that? trying to make sure, but the only thing we've ever seen about him before is that he's looking for Sukana. Yeah, he's looking for so so Kana, and we we know that he's um. Like uh, he's his like, name is Hajime. He's kind of like sort of Hajime Kashima. Isn't he basically like a vessel essentially? Well, like we were he was about a about vessel that was um, he was a vessel that was created by Kenjaku. Yes. To be used, but then was never used. So yeah, like I think so. Basically, what you're saying is that like this body isn't really his original body, and that like he has like, I, a previous... maybe there's somebody else inside of him. I'm not sure. That's what like I'm guessing too, but we don't know. Uh, 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 no, a lot, but we know that when we saw him last chapter, that he ha- well, not last chapter, the last yeah, chapter we saw him. Yeah, he's a jujutsu sorcerer yes. from 400 years ago, currently inhabiting the body of someone Kenjaku prepared. Exactly, as perfect. Yes, and we, we we know he has at least 100, 100 uh, points because we 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 saw him like defeating um somebody last time we 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 saw him. But let's yeah. get into it. Sorry, just gotta give. And you he also on. added the rule um about using 100 points. Uh, I'm sorry, he added the ninth. She added the ninth rule. Sorry, it's a girl. Um, that allows players to access information about other players by accessing Kuhone. So when she does it here, it is a girl. that was her rule. And then, um, remember, Utah also uses it before. Yes, so. I, I, exactly. And honestly, I didn't know it was a, a, a girl, actually. I, I guess it kind of makes sense, but I guess I assumed it was just a, a, a guy with a cool, a cool haircut. But either way, so let's get into it. So, so um, yeah, he so she's basically like, did, did you escape from the Uno Zoo? And then like, <laughs> out of nowhere, hilarious. like... Out of nowhere, she's like, "That that's right. Oh. Yeah, Panda says that's right and stands on all fours. Exactly. And then uh, she's like, oh, walking upright was too hard, huh? <laughs> and, and then she uh, summons the Ko- Ko- Kogani. She's like, Kogani. The Kogani answers yes. She's like, yes. Is that a player? And that like, is Pan- a player. Yeah, Panda's <laughs> like, oh, shit. And then suddenly they square up and we we see her just like you know fist to fist with um panda yeah and panda clearly didn't know this rule yet so he, he's like he wasn't use... expecting her to be able to do that yeah and then oh my god dude like i'm gonna say, i'm gonna be saying oh my god a lot this, this <laughs> chapter so just try to bear oh with my me. god oh my god but cash yeah but um she literally just sends a, sh- a punch straight through panda like we see the stuffing like coming out of him yeah it, even panda <laughs> she punches is the stuffing right out of him even Panda is like this player is insanely fast. Like his face when he's saying that is like in utter shock. And then he even comments like and and powerful. And we and she hit she lands a, a, another hit. And you know Panda is even saying to himself, she also like, has a spear. So like if you guys didn't know from the first time we saw her, so she's putting the spear like through Panda and right just now. ripping him and just chucking him basically. Yeah. And then Panda makes like a, a little note to, to himself. He's like. It's like Fukushiro's, um, Fushiguro. Fukushiro's n- uh, n- new, right? Is that mm-hmm. you? New. This player's cursed energy is like a current of electricity. Electricity, yeah. They're in a state of constant electrification. Yeah, so basically, like, um, 
well, he says in other words, they're impossible to defend against. But in yeah. other words, reality, there's like always like a current of electricity coming off of off of um her. So yeah. when she goes to hit, it's like even if he like tries to dodge, he has to be like super fast to dodge because then he's gonna get shocked by the electrical currents coming off of her. Yeah. So this 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 character is like. A fucking pain in the ass. Yeah, but Panda like Panda. starts to take it seriously now, and he goes into his second transformation, which is like the gorilla one. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And he's a, and he basically goes on. He's like, in other words, they're impossible to d- defend against. And she makes a comment. She's like, cool. And then uh, Panda's like, but so am I. And Panda comes at her with with like some like punches, and he tries to use this move. Um, who he's he's used before in um. In that little arc when they were fighting the other school. Yeah, it, it's in the anime, exactly. Yeah, exactly. And it's called the unblockable drumming beat. And basically, it's like it's just something you can't dodge, and like it's supposed to like fuck up your internals. What was that guy's name? Um, the He was like a robot or something like that. Oh, um, Mekaramo? Yeah, Mekaramo. He used yeah. it on him. And if you see when he used it on him, he's like fucked up. But yeah, but this character takes it like a fucking champ. And he even comments t- to herself. Uh, she's like... Going for internal damage, not bad. <laughs> and we see a move of um her having Panda's arm like within her um spear, and oh, it's just oh my god, uh, she literally just rips Panda's arm off, and Panda's fucked up. And then she comments, but not very good either. And Panda, you know, we you know gets his arm back. I I, I guess because he kind of just regenerates it, because that's just kind of how he works. With the, yeah, uh, but the way she cut off his arm, it was crazy. It was like it's so scary. There's dude. stuffing everywhere. You see the bone break. Like, there's it's, like it's horrible blood coming out. It seems like there's blood coming out of the bone too. It's it's so bad. And honestly. she continues on. She's like, "You're super average." It's insane. <laughs> she chucks the arm at him. I don't think he has his arm back. It seems like he's uh like his arm is just cut off over there. Oh yeah, no, because in this panel, like it looks like he has it back, but yeah, I I guess sorry about that. Yeah, Panda doesn't have his arm because like she chucks it and he makes a, and then he makes a note to a uh, Panda self, <laughs> Panda self. <laughs> He's like trying to to block my vision because uh, I guess she basically chucks the the arm at him and tries to to move at him, and Panda Panda goes, I've had enough of that, and Panda looks super pissed, and um, he, and then no, no, go ahead. Sorry. He goes to like. He, like, takes his arm that he still has and goes to give her, like, a big punch. But she's, like, already right in front of him and uppercuts him, like, so hard, it, like, in, like, five different positions. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. It's like, just... everywhere he was, she, punch- she punched him. Yeah, so she is just wrecking him. And, like, with all those punches, sends Panda flying into, like, a, a storage, like, unit, essentially. Mm-hmm. She's like, actually, make that super weak. <laughs> and basically, she, 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 she's standing, like, right, you know, across from Panda. And she con- continues on. She's like... Do you know where Sokana is? And Panda thinks to himself, he's like, "What? Do they want Sokana for? I doubt it's good for a, a, a Dory." Dory, yeah, and Yuji. and it's funny because, um, like, I know he's not saying this out loud, but there is a speech bubble with two explanation points. So, <laughs> like, it basically makes it makes it look like he's like, a, yeah, but a it's just like, so funny. Imagine he was like, oh! yeah, 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 and then she's like, "Don't talk pause, about Sokana." That pause tells me you do. It's like, well, also that noise you just made. <laughs> Pandas, uh, yeah, exactly. And <laughs> so Panda responds, and Panda's like, "No," but due to his, you know, his um, exclamation marks, essentially, he's like, she responds, and she's like, "That pause tells me you do. Tell me, and I won't kill you." Panda makes a slight comment back. He's like, "I think I might have had an uncle with with that name," <laughs> and she's like, "Don't mess with me." <laughs> 
and Panasonic's getting super tight, and we get revealed Panda's final form. He goes, yeah, don't you mess with he's me. He's never used this before, but he's talked about it. Exactly. My big sister is a shy girl. Because if you remember, he has, like, three uh, cores within mm-hmm. him, and, like, this is the third core. And he continues on. He's like, anyone who meets her eyes, she kills. She, sorry. She kills to hide her embarrassment. And honestly, I don't even know how to, to describe this form to you unless it's a little you confusing it. like basically it's like a crazy it rhino like an armadillo ish too yeah. like i don't know it's like weird he has a horn it might be like a rhino it has two eyes on like a shell on its back exactly yeah and basically we see this next panel um you know she's basically like and he has he has like, like a, the legs where that girls stand with in anime where they're like all like fucked up legs yeah so i guess since <laughs> this is this is like the, the female form like it's like a female thing with like a giant head on it it's yeah, yeah. gay you know creative guy i honestly really love this new character because like the electricity is sick and they're so powerful but go on go on no he, dude she's fucking awesome and she's basically ge- ge- gearing up she stares at panda and we you know we see like electrical like beam you would mm-hmm. say like yeah. form in between them mm-hmm. and we get the explanation un- under and it goes kashimo separates the cursed energies cursed energy charges like electri- electricity electricity when striking an opponent, a positive charge is transferred, and the negative charge in Kashimo is discharged to the target without losing any electricity toward towards the ground. ground. Mm-hmm. So, like, yeah, like, I guess. So it's basically, like, she, like, he's saying that. Um, this is a little. Lo- it's you a little see her powering it up, like, because right before this, you see a little electricity bolt that she just had all around her going towards Panda. Yeah. So what he's saying is that basically, like. Uh, the way that this uh, works, <clears throat> excuse me, is like he turn, uh, she creates a positive and negative relationship because, like, uh, in electricity, you know that like negative and positive, yeah. um, charges connect, and then a negative and a negative charge won't connect, and a positive and positive won't connect. Mm-hmm. So she creates a positive charge coming from the opponent and a negative charge coming from herself, so that immediately the electricity will go uh, when she shoots it right towards them. And there won't be like a chance for it to go anywhere else because the opponent is the the uh, positive charge. Exactly, and then it it goes on to say this results, and oh my lord, the second to last page we we basically see the the result of the um electrical currents and yeah pandas. Uh, I mean, he sister, may be dead. Yeah, panda's sister just explodes. Like I the do whole feel like they took out panda everywhere. here because it's like an easy opponent to take out. You know, like they're like, okay, like people love him, but like they're not gonna cry if he gets beaten. But if Yuta or Yuji or or Megami get beaten, it's like, wait a minute, like what's gonna happen? You know? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I've always it's sad because even panda's father, the uh, principal, also got like murked, murked. Yeah. So it's like a super sad reality. But this is the comic games, baby. But um yeah, so Panda seems completely destroyed, and what we see on the yeah, last panel is continuing. Uh, this results in lightning that rends the air and can't miss without the need to cast a domain. And then Da-dum. um and then she continues, and she, I love this shot of her because it's like she's just like over Panda, and like the blood is going a- a- everywhere. But she, you know, states very, you know, straightforward. She's like now. Where Sokana? <laughs> wow! It's like okay, Panda's Jesus dead. Christ. <laughs> he's dead. Don't worry, he's not gonna be able to tell you. <laughs> I think he's. Uh, I don't think he's dead. I don't, I don't know, dude. Dead. Like I don't know. I think Panda got his 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 ass whooped. Like yeah. this character is super cool, and like I definitely like all the other um um like members of the yeah exactly like newer members. You know, like um, Akari, Reggie, Charles, exactly Reggie, uh, the comedian. 
Exactly, but, like, this character is, like, a straight, like, force of nature, and, like, it's so sick. Like, she, and, like, she's very mysterious, but what I really want to know, like, and what I think this chapter really, like, makes me think about is, like, what does she want to do with Sokana? <laughs> like, yeah, she exactly. must know well, That's him. what I've been wondering since they first showed this character. Yeah, too. and, like, I wonder what the relationship, the relationship is and, like, why she want. like, maybe Sokana can, can do something for her or gain something from her, or maybe this char- character just thinks that, she can go so, up against so Sokana, honestly. So. Originally, when they showed um, this character, they showed her with the judge, and they were making it yes. seem like they were both the uh, the strongest characters at that time. So the judge is already done. And yeah. uh, by the way, now that you finish Yu Hakusho, doesn't this judge character just feel like he could fit into Yu Hakusho so well? Uh, yeah, like, honestly, he could have been like one of those like remember the game guy that Karama had to take exactly. Out? Like, he could have been basically him. Instead. In a funny sense, I feel like J J J Keg is like super super turned up Yu Hakusho, but yeah, it's very similar concepts. Yeah, like curse energy, like spirits, like it's. Very but cool. yeah, so they're continue, they were yeah. going for these people, but it's like I guess I mean, do you think Hakuri could even take down this person? Probably not, right? I mean, I don't. I mean, it. I don't know. I mean, maybe in a fist to fist, they would last for a while. But I think it might depend on who. Well, shoves this whole electricity I think it, thing just makes her like sort of unbeatable. That's what I'm saying. Like, I think that true, but I also think that her her is smart, and like he might figure to put her in the d- domain. But before, and honestly, that'd be so funny to see her in his domain. But I don't know. I mean, well, they might. He we might, don't know where her domain is either. Exactly. They're saying that she doesn't even need to use it to beat Panda here. So like, it could be something like crazy. Yeah, I mean, I I do like feel like that her, her um that Hakari is like a little stronger than Panda, but yeah, I know I totally get what you're saying. I mean, no, exactly. But I don't even think that even if even if it was Hakari and Panda here, I don't think that it would yeah. stand a chance because Panda literally used his last transformation and, and nothing happened. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this chapter was like a nine. To me, Nine. I yeah. thought it was super ex- ex- exciting. I don't know; it just gears me up because, like, I have a feeling like the calling games is going to go on for like so long, and like I'm just so excited to like to like you know like get into it. But like, yeah, no, I I I like the parts uh like the part where they show the electricity like coming off of her uh body and then they yeah explain the the negative and positive charge thing because that's kind of crazy like 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 we said before Jujutsu Kaisen loves science <laughs> yeah yeah there's just so much science put into this first energy science is sick <laughs> it's funny to think like that it's like oh he needs breaks like because it's hard time drawing it's also a hard time writing this fucking story like i know like, they honestly. have to think about all this science like who is the science correspondent Give Giga a break. <laughs> Somebody Please. hire a scholar to help them. I know, honestly. <laughs> they need, like, it's, like, literally, like, doing, like, essays. Like, the, the amount of stuff he has to look up with, with, like, amongst, like, history and, like, literally just, like, basic science and all this shit's crazy. Okay, so what, I worship you, uh, what was your favorite part? I'm sorry. I think my favorite part, honestly, was just, like, the, the ending, like, the last page. Like, I made that, like, my phone background, mm-hmm. just saying. Yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, I think it was just a great shot, and, like, I just love the result of this, like, super strong character, and, like, I love Panda, so, like, um, it just keeps me, like, on my seat about, like, what's going to happen next in this calling games, and, like, I don't even know what's going to happen next chapter. If if last chapter it just jumped to this whole other, like, fight that en- ended in one chapter, I'm like, whew, Jesus, like, what's yeah. going on in the Tokyo colony? <laughs> like, yeah, no, imagine it's, like, crazy. next chapter, it's, like, Yuji's background. It's like, wait a minute, what about part five? <laughs> people also say, like, they think, uh, like, like Maki's Maki might show up and help Panda. Right now, that'd be awesome, because it's also a girl fight, Maki versus this girl. Yeah, that that is, yeah, exactly. I don't so. know, that'd be sick, that'd be sick. And they <sighs> both fight with sticks? Yeah, yeah, oh! That'd be sick. Okay. Heavenly restricted. Um, and we actually haven't even seen her power really since she like all this shit happened, really. So Yeah, exactly. We don't all know right. what she's been doing, but now to get on to the big one. Oh boy. <laughs> this the is the big one. 
I just been been waiting for so goddamn long. I know it's been a month. It was literally a month between the chapters. <sighs> but um, do us some justice, Justin. Come on. <laughs> okay, this is my hero chapter three fifty two entitled entitled ultimate moves. Um, so they they're doing this a lot now where they're like um showing us um what happened uh, in between when they were like, all right, let's go. And then the next day when they actually went, um, it says Heights Alliance, student dorms, final night at UA. Deku's there and he says, Todoroki, I can't believe they're making you fight him. Talking about, um, <clears throat> excuse me, talking about how Shoto has to fight Dobby. And Shoto says, actually, I wanted this, so don't worry. Oh, shit. <laughs> and then uh, Ida's in the background like, let's finish bathing within 30 minutes. <laughs> or Ida, I'm sorry, I always say his name wrong. Um, Ida, Ida, yeah. It's, 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 Shoto goes on. He goes, even if my old man is going to gripe about it, about not fulfilling his promise, uh, if we think of it as a punishment, then Hawks and them made a wide choice, and we get like a little shot of Hawks when he couldn't speak and best genus. And let's be real, like I don't know, Endeavor ain't gonna kill kill Dobby. Like, yeah, exactly. My, like, my, Shoto, I mean, how could he? Like it's so it's such a fuck up situation. It's unfair too, in a way. Like yeah. he's gonna fight all for one. That's good enough. So facts, um, facts. Shoto goes. Dobby's existence is my family's crime. Besides, in order to reach the heights I'm aiming for, I can't run from this. Which, like, it just makes me think, like, are they doing My Hero Next Generations? Like, do you think that's going to happen? I really I like hope to, not. But. I like to, I think, honestly, I think My Hero is, like, super popular. So, like, it's possible. But, but even in Vigilantes, which just ended, well, it's ended next week. So, oh, it's um, so good. But even in Vigilantes, like, the, the opponent's All for One. So, like, if All for One doesn't exist, like, are is there even anything bad happening? Yeah, I, 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 yeah, I get what you're saying. I mean... Um, they can always probably fix it up with some new guy, but we'll see. So he goes, I, uh, besides, in order to reach the heights I'm aiming for, I can't run from this. This Sick. new move of mine. And then uh, we get like a shot of basically Shoto looking very endeavory with the X of flame across his uh, his chest and his six-pack popping out. Yeah, <laughs> he he's goes, sick. This new move of mine will get me past the wall, uh, will get me past that wall to those heights. And we get the chapter name Ultimate Moves. Yes. Sorry. Um, and then Deku goes, "Is this what you meant when you said you were figuring it out? Is this some sort? Is this some new form of flash fire fist?" He's so and excited. He's sweating. Like <laughs> he's like nerding out. <laughs> um, and then Tail is like, "Oh right, you were gone, so you wouldn't know." And Denki is there. He's like, "Look, I can poke all. Uh, I could poke all I want without feeling the heat. Cool, right?" Uh. And uh, Shoto's like, "It's still hard to maintain for very long." That's why I said I was figuring it out. And Do- uh, fucking Bakugo and Ida are fighting in the background. They're, like, all naked. I don't understand why. <laughs> like, I get it, but it's just so funny. Got to shower, man. Um, yeah. Takes out. No, Shoto says, I can elevate my flash fire move by using my right and left sides at the same time. My mm. heart is central to making both hot and cold manifest. I can cycle heated and chilled blood throughout to create stability inside of my body. And then Deku's still like, oh, my God. Like, that's totally like. And they're like, all right, shut up, Deku. We're in the middle of explaining uh, via a cold fire of sorts, he goes on to say. This is like the part where I'm like, oh my god, this is so sad. Uh, so sad. Todoroki <laughs> goes, uh, my old man sought out the ice that could stifle the inner heat while I'm going in the other direction. Jesus. All that, so, also that I can, I'm sorry, also that I can be the one to affirm the reason that I was born into that family. And Shoto goes on to say, he says, Midoriya, yes, this is my power. Thank you. And he really looks a lot like Endeavor now. Like, the haircut's, like, uh, coming in. And, like, just when his hair is not all on his face, he has, like, exactly Endeavor's face. Yeah, it's so sick. And uh, it just like to talk about this part a little bit, they're saying, like, I can cycle the heated... Uh, I'm sorry, my old man sought out the ice that could stifle the inner heat while I'm going in the other direction. It's kind of something I never thought about because... Yeah. 
like we're gonna go on in this chapter and they'll explain it a little bit more between the fight um with uh Dobby and Shoto here, but like Endeavor when he was looking for this ice power, like yes, literally he is looking for the power that could uh perfect his power by like uh keeping the heat away from burning them. Yeah. But realistically he was he had this like passion inside of him and like he was looking for like something to balance it out if you look at it from like a figurative uh way mm-hmm. and then shoto who was literally like so turned off to talking to anybody the entire time had to let the fire into his cold heart to like warm his heart it's kind of it's just crazy honestly the, yeah and like it's crazy because like even like early on in the series like it's such a big deal for him to use like the fire like he wanted to, to use but the you ice didn't and think, like now like, they he were really... going for like the figurative meaning of it but now that it's like wrapping up like this is essentially the end of like Todoroki's whole story about like uh being with Endeavor and like Dobby and everything like that like yeah now that it's wrapping up you could tell like they were planting these seeds literally from the beginning of it it's amazing Sorry, not to interrupt you. But no, um, no, so he good. says, Yes, this is my power. Thank you. And then he uses a move called Icebound Crash, Cold Flames, Pale Blade. And oh, it's, it's so sick. sick. It's like shooting through Dobby, all these like uh I'm imagining they're like like ice flames. I, I it's hard to say because it's all black and white, but it they don't look like normal flames. They look kind of like a little Yeah, colder, it's just like cold cold flames pale blade and, and then dabby looks like he's getting like annihilated like he's so skinny at this point his mm-hmm. skin is all black Ugh, exactly he has insane. no eyes like his teeth are all fucked up it's crazy. and then shoto says maybe this is the way to cool your head oh my and god and just shoots him like across like a whole like field with these flames dabby's pissed um yeah dabby thinks to himself so he's got himself a body that could withstand scorching heat and found the power to chill my own inferno and he found the power to chill my own inferno and then he says out loud, the perfect man for this job, huh? Yeah, you, like, I love... On. Oh, I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I just, I think it's, like, so perfect that, like, Davy even, like, knows that he's probably going to get defeated. But it's just, like, the rage behind his whole essence that, like... Yeah, he'd rather destroy the world while getting defeated than live to survive, basically. It's amazing. Um, So he goes, the perfect man for this job, huh? You go on and on about you go on and on about rights and right and wrong choices, but I knew it. We might share the same blood, but we ended up real different. Um, and then like Shoto realizes like when he lands that like the flame dissipates from around him, and he says, "I lost it. I need to switch it back on." Dobby goes on, "The limitations of superpowered society. That's us. You hear me? Dude, a, a warped rail can never mingle with a straight and narrow one." And like I just, so it's just amazing. Yeah. That, yeah, it's so scary too because it's like he's literally like hand, like he's like it's like he's doing like a push up, like just to like s- like stand. Yeah, he's like, like he's like punching his fist into the ground, and oh you God, see like lava dude. forming around the bottom of it. It says like glub 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 glub. <laughs> so you see lava forming, and honestly, like there's this Pokemon called Heatran. Uh, I'll show you a picture of it real quick. He, this is what uh, Dobby's reminded me of it. Um, reminded me of right now because like he stands on all fours and he's like a lava pokemon you see this oh yeah 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 so like that's a good point he's he's having like that sort of transformation right now where he's like he's like turned into like a dinosaur like body type or something like that but he's you could see he's still dobby it's a total anime moment um oh, these shots too are amazing he says running in parallel but forever apart as um as shoto is like gearing up Oh well, no. This is still Dobby as he's gearing up to like run towards Shoto, but like all the uh, the areas that he was like having the the lava come out of are like exploding like geysers, and he goes, he says it loud, "Now burn to ash, die for our sake," and the flames oh are God. just like spiraling towards the people, and like all of like um Endeavor sidekicks are getting like 
actually burnt. Like, yeah, Berna they're getting is, fucked up. And like, Berna is fucking falling down, too. Burnin and then that other person, I forget his name, like, the, the guy who had, like, all the wraps all over his face. Yeah. He's like, uh, they go, Shoto, you couldn't be more right. And then we see, like, all of them just, like... I don't know if they're dead or not. I really hope they're not dead, because that would be so sad if all of his sidekicks died from Dobby. But, um... You see them all like being like passed out basically because they can't handle the flames, and um, even Vernus says something. Yeah. Um, what's his name? Uh, Shoto thinks to himself, "Is like, oh, this is heat that could even burn me." And it's funny because I brought this up a couple chapters ago. I was like, "Wait a minute! If Shoto has the power to control the heat, like, shouldn't he not even be getting hurt by these flames?" And I guess he wasn't. He was just kind of like fucking around. But like, it, I don't know. This time it was hot. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, Shoto's like, "I'm sorry, you guys," and Vernon goes, "Quit it. Save your energy." And then um, Shoto thinks to himself, let me so just say sad. one thing. Thank you. And so sad. Like, they're probably dying right there. And um, <clears throat> I'm sorry. This is Shoto thinking. Let me just say one thing. He says thank you out loud to them. He goes, blood, the past. Along this path of mine, I've reclaimed so much for myself. And we see, like, Shoto with the, the light leading to all of the uh, students from UA. He says, before I knew it, it seemed like everyone else had gotten so far ahead. Um, and then, like, there's just a shot of, you know, like uh, Red Riot, Bakugo, Tape Dude, Deku, Poison Girl, Momo, Ashido, Invisible yeah, Girl, Momo. Ochako, Ida, just to name everyone there. Yeah. Uh, he goes, but they were always there waiting. Class A never left anyone behind, which is really true because a yeah. lot of them, uh, they feed off of the fact that people are getting ahead of them, but realistically, they're all moving at the same pace. Yeah, which is really cool. Uh, he goes, they were always there to reassure me. And you could see, like, Shoto is, like, going, like, Super Saiyan here. There's, like, there's like flames around him that look like when they're in, like, the Super Saiyan blue mode in Dragon Ball. And I'm he assuming has, like, they no are, like, like, I'm assuming because, like, when fire gets, like, the hottest it can get, it gets, like, blue blue and white mm-hmm. so it's like i picture like like all these pages are just like giant i think that a lot of because um, it's getting fucking hot like a da- lot of dobby's is will be hot. mixed between like blue and red but i think that either shoto's will be completely white because of the ice or, or we'll have like a blue True. tint on the bottom yeah because in the anime like you see like endeavors is obviously red but like dabby's is always like that color exactly but lava i don't know blue, like blue yeah. lava would be cool i don't know but it's shit's shit's gonna hot is all we're trying to say um so he says <laughs> Uh, it's so like weird wh- how they put like a bunch of different panels and then they'll put like build up and it's like I-, I don't know where that's supposed to come in there but we get this shot of uh, Mount Lady uh, right and she's like yes your ultimate move symbolizes you it's through those moves that people learn what you're capable of and that's like they really put everything together <laughs> that was that little arc where they were doing the interviews where they were teaching them how to like do public interviews and, and they were asking Shoto like what his name was and he's like I'm Shoto you know yeah yeah all that stuff so then yeah, we see this, like, shot of, I guess it's Shoto, like, running super fast, because you can't even see him, but you see all the flames going behind him. And uh, Shoto says, no, we're going to mingle whether you like it or not, so please just stop already, as he punches Dobby, like, Ugh. straight through with, like... The, the stomach, yeah. A move called Great Glacial Ajer, which and I'm not sure what Ajer means exactly. I think he just freezes the ever-living shit out of him, and, like, I think this Because you see be behind KO. him, like, a, a giant glacier appear... So yeah. this is probably like going through him and appearing behind him. It's ins- dude. And yeah. then we get a little shot of Toby young did- Toya and young Shoto <sighs> both crying. I and cry. then the shot of the the city completely frozen behind them with Shoto standing uh with his fist through Dobby and you see you even see that his body's completely frozen behind him. My hero, a manga that in fifteen chapters I can literally freak the hell out. Yeah. I honestly l- no, yeah. I just 15 love this. Page chapters, 15 exactly. page chapters. I 
I love this, like, these two best pages, like, that are one page. And, like, especially, like, it kind of reminds me of, like, the Gundevil Arc and Chainsaw Man. Because, uh-huh. like, while, like, Denji walls. is, exactly, while Denji is fighting um, Aki, like, they're, they're, they keep going back through panels of them as, like, little kids. And, like, it's amazing here because it's, like, you see, like, um, Dabby as a little kid. And, like, you see, like, it's just so emotional. You see the flames, like, coming off of him, too. And then, like, the snow coming off. And, like, Shoto he's super sad. Behind. And, like, he's just, like, I think he's just, like, so scared and terrified and has so much, like, you know, issues in his head that, like, it's such an emotional shot. And, like, you see, like, um, Shoto's face is, like, a little bit d- different. Like, he's just really, like, giving it all and, like, trying to stay stay, stay strong. I don't know, man. This 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 chapter was like one of my favorites in like a yeah, long time. Yeah, I think this, <laughs> I honestly I said this the other day. I Woo! think this is like the best chapter in the entire series. I honestly because like it's so much build up and then like the fight. Like this chapter alone, like this would be an amazing episode. It's gonna it's oh, gonna compare to Jesus when Christ. we watched those Boruto episodes and they were like I know it's like I'm comparing it to Boruto, but it's like those Boruto episodes where um they fought um and Kurama dies and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah. Like this feels like the same way. Like I'm like, this is the best it's ever been. No, hundred percent, dude. And like, like for sp- people who are especially fans of like the fight with um Endeavor versus the Omnamu um, with with Hawks. Like, if you thought that was crazy, like I can't even imagine how this is gonna be animated. Like, there's so much fire and like so much hate and like. And a lot of people, wow. I don't know, a lot of people are saying that it's quick, and I think you even were kind of saying that. But it's been like three or four chapters, and honestly, like not every fight in My Hero has to have like a ton of like build up like uh like physically talking like they said everything they have to say they said that they're like yeah. like Dobby's saying to him like you'll never be as powerful as me and like you'll never be able to save me either because you're too straight and narrow I'm too evil there's no coming back and yeah. then Shoto is like I'm going to surpass you and also I'm going to save you like what else needs to be said I agree with you and like even with like the fighting it and it's like yeah I mean look like they could have maybe had two more chapters of what them just fucking ice flames ice flames exactly. and like not that I think that's boring in any way but like I think like that it's just like maybe the anime will, will give it an extra like a- episode just just for the hype but like I really think that like it's e- it's easier this this way cuz like the result of it really was that like and even Dabby said it like earlier in the the, the, the chapter like he knew that like Shoto is like the perfect like person to like fight him basically. So like I think it it's fine that it ended this this way. No, I, I love see, it's it. One of, and like, even the sad, like even if they, it just ended here and then straight after this cut away, I'm fine with it. Because, yeah, like, and we I mean, get to see these like moments of them like we've already seen them so much as little kids. We've seen it from every angle. Yeah, you know, like we don't need to see it again from them as little kids talking here, but just the shots of them as little kids because you know that they're like feeling it from there is nice. And I mean, maybe if Endeavor survives his fight, like maybe him and um, Shota will, will, will have like a few pages to talk about it. But I, don't think I mean, it seems like it's kind of like this is it kind of deal and like i feel like um like the other fights that are happening in the manga like right now like are going to be like a bit more involved like especially shigaraki and like especially yeah other or i mean who knows who knows what will happen but like at the yeah. same time like people who blame the author for like rushing it like i don't think that's true Give a break yeah I, I literally don't even think it's true i don't think he's rushing it at all i think he's <laughs> honestly like pacing it out perfectly especially the fact that he takes all these breaks like if, if only these manga kids knew how much we rode for them you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah exactly also so we we're saying Vigilantes ended and uh, well it's ended next week but like non-spoiler I mean if you don't want to hear it then just skip to the end of the episode where we do the plugs or whatever but um, Koichi becomes a pro hero in America and the way I'm thinking is like they're about to go back to the fight between Endeavor and All for One or Shigaraki and Deku but probably Endeavor and All for One because it's been a while yeah that'd be amazing what if Koichi just shows up there to help fight 
um, with Endeavor. Like, why shouldn't he? You know what I mean? He could. I mean, he, he could. I mean, like, they did say that a bunch of heroes were coming from America to save them, and the only one that has seemed to appear is Star and Stripes. So, yeah. like, maybe mm-hmm. he, he is coming. I don't know. A lot of people are Maybe saying, the next chapter of yeah. Vigilantes will, like, kind of explain, like, okay, well, you know, um, excuse me, like, oh, he met Star and Stripe, and he met all those people, and then, like, they'll be like, yeah, like... Like, maybe they'll give us the hint of, like, if anything goes wrong, like, you know where to go, you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. I mean, I agree with that. Yeah, that could that definitely happen within it. I mean, I don't know. Vigilantes is definitely a series that, like, if you're a My Hero fan, like, and you are reading this far into My, into my Hero, you definitely should check out Yeah, especially because now that it's over, it's like, you don't have to worry about it, like, continuing after and, like, sucking. Like, it, it actually is, like, a good, nice, complete story that adds to my hero. Yeah, so, ain't fucking men, dude. Okay, like. honestly, uh, my favorite part is the part where um, they explain how <clears throat> how Shoto needed uh, heat to warm his cold heart, how Endeavor needed the cold to ice his fiery passion, which yep. we see happen over time because he's so, like, passionate about being number one. He Like, it's all that matters to him, but then, like, once he has, like, these, like, ups and downs between his family like he's able to kind of like eventually come out on the other side, apologize to them and not care about it anymore and like put his life on the line. And the fact that Amen. Shoto, I mean that Dobby is like a result of Endeavor's fiery passion, like gone too wrong. And that Shoto can see like what it, what, when it goes wrong and use his power to like take it out. I think he's maybe like one of the better written characters of the series. hundred yeah. percent. And I people mean, thought that since the beginning, but it's funny in the beginning when you think that it's like, why do you think that? But now I could definitely see what you Yeah. And that. even in like, he, in, there's certain things about him that interest me within him that like Deku doesn't interest me as much. Like, I don't know. It was like, I guess just like yeah, the, yeah, the background and, and, and like, even with Bakugo, like I love Bakugo, but like, I feel like with Bakugo, like he doesn't have a lot of like backstory necessarily. So it's more like a straightforward story, but it's just so what, either way. What was know. your favorite part of the chapter? Then? Uh, my, my favorite part has to be like the last two pages. I mean, I, I, I know I just talked about it, but like basically, yeah, I just love that. Like they showed them as like kids and like, you could really see the expression on their face. Like, mm-hmm. so well, this, like this, this guy really is a great, like, artist because like the expression that you could see like on their faces and like just like with how it ended with like the moment with like Shoto's like arm basically through uh Tabby yeah. it's just like I don't know it just shook me honestly so like okay, honestly, really powerful this is probably be the only time I ever do this but I'm gonna give it 11 out of 10 I love it that much wow yeah. honestly yeah it's definitely <laughs> yeah, it. yeah it's definitely up up there for sure honestly I hope that Burnin and all of them are still alive. That's all I want to say. Yeah, I do too. <laughs> but um, thanks for listening. You can follow me on Twitter at Justin underscore Legends. I'm really funny. I'm not as funny as usual. And um, you can follow me on Instagram at uh, Chrissy underscore bracelets. So. Yeah, you can follow the podcast on uh, Twitter and Instagram at snack underscore bar underscore pod. Please interact with us. Please rate us. Oh, I forgot to say this in the beginning, but rate us five stars or leave us a rate and review on everything. Answer the polls just because like it helps us know that people are listening. And then also, that I think it would just help, uh, you know, to new fans. They would uh, see that we interact with people. Hell yeah. Um, and yeah, uh, we'll be back either next with another Shonen Jump episode or maybe we went and saw Ponyo the other day. So maybe we'll have our friend Phil on and we'll talk about Ponyo. Yeah, we'll and we have some like other Ghiblis and other films that we want to do throughout the summer. So yeah, we're we just, we've, we've been having a lot of time. I've been doing my band stuff, but we'll get back. We'll get back. Don't worry. <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening. Peace.